Hi, boys and girls, and welcome. It is the Carla and Crappy, I guess we're going to call this the national semi-final show. I think that's I think that's what we're doing here. Okay. Um, there, there are lots of, I mean, bowl games. Well, I mean, we are, in the, we are solidly in this situation where there are wall-to-wall -wall bowl games, but we are going to focus just on two of them, um, me and Carla, who has escaped 140 inches of snow in Erie, <laughs> Pennsylvania, to make... <laughs> to make your way back to, to Nashville. Hi, Carla. Hi, as of about like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, no, I just, I literally, I just got off a plane <laughs> and I'm here. Um, I was watching that, you know, we were just talking before we started the show that this is really cool. I actually watched football on the plane. Um, thanks, Southwest, and your free live TV. Um, Thank you, people at Southwest. Yeah. So that was fun. So I got to watch some football while we, while we were coming down here, and you know, the flight was delayed, so we didn't know if this was going to happen. But um, no, we didn't get all that snow. I, I was 25 miles south um, of Snowmageddon. Thank God. And that's so, insane. Yeah. Um, because Carla, for if you guys don't know the geography, Corey is usually where most of the snow would fall. Um, and for whatever yes. reason, the snow stuck closer to the lake this time. So Erie, I, I think the last total I read was 65 or 66 inches. Yeah. Um, and Carla, you, you've got a half a foot or something like that. Yeah. We got like six to eight ish. Like it really wasn't bad at all. Um, and for, but, for people, for people in, in Northwestern Pennsylvania, that's nothing. That's nothing. No. And I was, we were laughing that like, we don't even, we don't even plow driveways for six inches. of snow. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. Like once you get above six inches, the, you know, then, then you start thinking about getting the shovels out and the snowblowers out, but. Um, okay. Okay. But, well, but, welcome yeah. back to, to, to SEC territory where it's, it's a sunny and warm ish it's still cold I know. it's still I know. cold here like we, we we left we left pittsburgh we flew out of pittsburgh and um and it was good seeing you last week too i guess we should mention that that mm -hmm. we actually did have a cnc show reunion while, yes, we, were, we, while I was home. Yes, we did. um but we left pittsburgh today it was like 20 18 degrees ish yeah, we landed in nashville it's 27 here call um, me <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's tree swing. I guess, yeah. Stop <laughs> me. I, I moved south to escape all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's that is how it goes. It has uh, it has obviously been um, an eventful uh, college football season so far. My alma mater won its bowl game. It did. Uh, it Carla, home. your alma mater has has a new head coach. They do, yes, um, which is exciting. Um, it's the third head coach in, in school history, so we'll yeah, see if the Colonials yeah, can put something together next year. Um, and then uh, just uh, bowl games and bowl games and more bowl games. And oh, um, cool. I, I didn't AJ. AJ was pretty much spot on uh, for everything with a, a, he talked about with a Purdue and Arizona last night. Yes. Um, I almost uh, didn't see that game. Almost. I, I didn't even Almost. try. I didn't. I, I missed didn't. the last touchdown. I I, I, I I went to bed and Arizona was up and I was like producing to go down and score and win this game. And then they did. And then they did. And then I was happy. In fact, as, as it stands right now, I haven't, I, uh, Michigan State's looking good, but as it stands right now, uh, the big 10 is two and oh, uh, in bowl games. It looks, uh, Michigan State's looking good in their bowl games. So that's a, that's a nice thing in the, uh, in the holiday bowl in San Diego. But we, have two big ones to talk about. Um, so this will be. Uh, we're just gonna. We're just gonna do the national semifinals, uh, and and we will. We will be back to talk about uh, briefly about the, uh, the the title game once we figure out who that's gonna be. Uh -huh. um, but so let's uh, let let's get, let's get to these uh, so you guys can uh, you can you can you can join us on Monday as we overdose. I mean, uh, don't move from the couch. Um, put put some uh, pork and sauerkraut in the crock pot. Get you know. Some it, yes, and eat it when you're ready. 
Um, but uh, otherwise, that's those are the only excusable reasons to move from the couch while you're watching college football on, on New Year's Day. Um, and the best reasons are these two games starting uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern on New Year's Day. It's, I'm, I'm still I'm still bothered by the notion that there's a Rose Bowl that doesn't involve a Big Ten team or a, a Pac-12 team. But, I mean, these are the times that we live in. Um, instead, we have number three, Georgia, versus number two, Oklahoma. Georgia, in spite of the rankings, is a two-point favorite. And I thought I thought this was curious, Carla. The over-under is 60 points, and that seems high that does to seem me. High. And that would... I, to, to me, I mean, well, we're going to let you go first. To me, that seems that would favor Oklahoma, but I'm, I'm good. But but you, I, I will get to my thoughts in a moment. What do you, what do you think about this one? I think this is. It's interesting. This game is first. Um, although I will say the traditionalist in me, you know, it's weird not having a, a Big Ten Pac-12 matchup here. But always, thank God always. we kept the game at five o'clock. Yes. Like because that's part of the mystique of the Rose Bowl is watching the sunset in the middle of the game. Like that's Absolutely. that's part of it. Um, so, so thank you, playoff committee, for not moving the time of the game. You know, at least if we can't, and, and, and we got two teams that wear red, so that should be a fun stadium. Um, but no, everything you said there is is absolutely right. And and I'm looking at this matchup on paper, and literally, like, this is the one that I still am not 100 percent sure who to pick in this game. Um, it, it just it feels like two teams. It's a little bit of strength on strength, a little bit here, but there's one big difference. Yes. You know, if if you look at all four playoff teams. One of these things is not like the other, right? You have <laughs> Alabama at total defense number two in the country, Georgia at total defense at number four in the country, Clemson at total defense at number six in the country, Oklahoma total defense at number 58 in the country. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. And, you know, and, and so you have to think that's going to play a role in this game. We've, we've talked about how many weeks did we talk about this Oklahoma defense that we're just like, okay, it doesn't exist. Right. Right. And, and this is a Georgia team that plays really, really well against weak defenses, you know? <laughs> I mean, and, and they, they were able to figure out the Auburn defense um, quite nicely uh, in, in winning the, the SEC title game. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and the other interesting thing here is, and it doesn't match up with what everything is showing with the line and, and all of that, but the, the Georgia offense doesn't have to rely on the arm of Jake Fromm here. Because they have the the you know running duo of, of Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle, and then you had this the wrinkle with um, the freshman uh, DeAndre Swift, who just kind of had a breakout moment against um, against Auburn in the SEC title game, um, where he you know went through the middle of the line for sixty some yards for a score. So I like this Georgia offense um, against a slightly non-existent. Oklahoma defense. Okay. The the thing that the, the wrinkle in the whole equation, I would I would be hundred percent behind Georgia looking at those two things. The wrinkle in the equation is Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Um and, and whether or not this Georgia defense, which has been so good this year, you know, number four in the country, um, and number two against the pass, which is which is key in this game, will they be able to to slow down, you know, the the Baker Mayfield offense? <sighs> I still, I, I honestly, I really don't know who to pick in this game. The, what I'm looking in front of me says Georgia wins. Okay. Um, but Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield. And how many times did he go out and win games that they, you know, that um, that we didn't think that, you know, Oklahoma was going to win. Right. So I don't know. I have more friends that are Georgia fans. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with 
with what I'm seeing on this paper and saying Georgia, I'd say Georgia wins, even though if I had to do like one of those score predictor kind of things or like confidence predictor, I think my confidence predictor on this would be somewhere around 52%. <laughs> like okay. it's, not, like okay. it's not very good. Um, but, but I think I like Georgia. Okay. You, you and I are going to talk about the exact same things, except we might have a different outcome. So okay. I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, uh, you know, defense wins championships. And then um, I'm thinking, well, okay, we're not playing this game for a championship. It's only semifinal. So I'm not sure how that's going to play into this. Um, as, as you said, uh, quite eloquently, the, the, the Bulldogs, uh, especially in the second half of the season, uh, their, their defense has been really impressive. I mean, they, 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 they gave up 28 points to a lousy Missouri team. Um, but, but that was earlier in the season. Well, um, but Missouri, have, well and no knocking against Missouri. cats crashing around behind me if you, <laughs> I don't know if you can see that or not. There's, Hello, kitties. Okay. Um, well, and Missouri's no laughing stock anymore. They were the hottest team in the uh, season for a while. True. But but <laughs> when they but when they played, and I don't know if that was late September, early October, that was not the case. Yeah. That was not That's the true. case. Um, so you I mean you, you look at you look at Georgia uh, giving up twenty points to Missouri, and you think, hey, geez. Um, but but uh, you know, as you said, they finished fourth in the country uh, in, in scoring defense, um, and that that has served them well because this is not necessarily this is a ball control offense this is uh an offense that um that, you know if, if they if they have to rely on the pass they're going to be in trouble uh -huh. um and that's and that's where that's where my hang up is um that's that's uh, you, you don't want to see if you're a georgia fan you don't want to get into a shootout um yeah. and, and that that actually that could happen here um uh, Georgia's numbers against the uh, defensive numbers against the pass are solid, as you mentioned. But uh, you know there are uh, there are tangible things you can you can make the argument against. Uh, the Sooners score forty four a game, good for fourth in the country. They're third in the country in passing yardage, um, and and have a respectable rushing uh, attack, uh, averaging twenty seventh a twenty seventh uh, against uh, in the run um, with, with rushing yardage. So I feel like they're going to move the ball, and then, and then you add a Baker Mayfield, mm -hmm. um, and and as irritating as he has been personally to me, that is that's that's uh, that's an impressive, intangible. Um, so I what 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 I what I look at uh, maybe maybe if, if you look at the other side of the ball, um, Oklahoma's defense isn't exactly non-existent. Uh, some of this has to do with the, the nature of the conference that they play in, but the, the Sooners had the 40th best rushing defense in the nation. Uh, if you look at uh, yards per game, not awful. Um, and, 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 and maybe, maybe all they need, maybe all the Sooners defense needs to do is be a speed bump here. Um, if, if Georgia, Georgia does not throw the ball well, um, if, if Oklahoma can, especially if Oklahoma can get out ahead early and then cause just enough problems for, uh, for, uh, uh, Georgia's rushing offense, um, I, I think Oklahoma is going to win this, this semifinal game. So, um, we'll, 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 we'll see how that one goes. Uh, next up, uh, in, in, in keeping with the traditional schedule on New Year's Day, which I'm, as you are, I am happy about, uh, 8.45 in New Orleans, uh, we have whoever is sponsoring the Sugar Bowl now. Um, number four, this is not a thing to say, boys and girls, number four, Alabama against number one, Clemson. 
And then uh, to, to underscore the oddness, Alabama's favored by three. <laughs> Carla, what do you think? <laughs> well, this is the third time's the charm, right? This is the third, third year in a row that we've gotten this matchup, this time in a national semi instead of in the national title game. Um, which I'm also, that's another thing I'm thankful for in this, is that we're not, we're guaranteed to not have a rematch of the national title game for a third right. year. Right. Um, this game, I, I feel a little bit more confident in this game, although I probably shouldn't, because I'm standing here looking at everything that, that Clemson has done this year. Um, and, you know, how good Kelly Bryant has, has been, um, stepping in for Deshaun Watson and just kind of keeping that offense going. Better, better, again, than, better than anyone could have reasonably expected. Exactly, um, and and maybe that's because he got uh, he got some decent time behind Deshaun last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, filling in a couple times when when sure. he was out sure. hurt. You know, maybe that helped that confidence. But no, nobody expected this from Clemson. We all wondered what, what Clemson was going to do. Um, and Kelly Bryant has performed remarkably well this year. Um, and they run a similar offense to an extent, not, and, I'll, and I'll clarify this in a minute, but they, ver- they run a similar style offense to Auburn, which is something that Alabama didn't do all that well against in the Iron Bowl. Um, and, and, and I hate to say that because, you know, what have we said all, all year and what have I said all year is that, I'm, you know, I'm going to keep picking Alabama until they give me a reason not to. But I'm looking at this matchup and – there's one thing here that, that I really am kind of keeping an eye on, and that's the fact that Kelly Bryant is a dual-threat quarterback. And the only other time this year that Alabama has faced a true dual-threat quarterback was against Mississippi State and Nick Fitzgerald. And Alabama struggled in that game. They, ha- they needed a Jalen Hurts drive at the end of the game to go down and win that. Now, now true, they were playing on the road in those darn cowbells. Um, so, so, so you do have that go working against you, but um, that just and, and the fact that Alabama did not look good in the last game that they played mm-hmm. leads me to think that Clemson wins this because of those two things. I and, and I hesitate to say that. Like, I I just there, I I feel a lot more confidence in the way that Clemson is playing right now. Now, true, okay. okay. Nick Saban has had how many weeks to game plan for Clemson, which usually right. ends up poorly for the opponent. Um, usually, but it, yes. but it didn't work that way for the Iron Bowl. Um, I, I just I wonder if the Alabama offense is going to be able to keep up with what potentially could be a quick strike Clemson offense because they've shown the capabilities of doing that during the year. And it's similar to what you just talked about with with Clemson being ten, tending to like to to move quickly. Um, Alabama, the exact opposite of that, ground and pound, and let's make this game last as long as possible. They're not the ones that are going to go get the big play. Jalen Hurts is not a big play quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but he's not a big play quarterback. Um, And I I don't know. My gut is telling me that Clemson wins this game because I have not seen Alabama this year play to the level that we are used to seeing Alabama play against competition in the SEC that was not as good as what we're used to. That's that's my logic there. Um, okay. I could be totally wrong on this, but I'm going to go Clemson. Okay, and certainly that that the uh, late season matchup against Mercer might have might have helped might Alabama have to get too. ready for this. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, guys, I'm not going to let that go. Sorry. I'm not, <laughs> um, however, however, I will say I, I, I have a few things. I have a few things to say. Um, I have done exactly no research. 
on this game. I'm not, I'm not looking up any numbers. Um, I, I don't think it especially matters that Clemson has proven it's uh, that it's 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 the real the real deal since they uh, they lost in uh, at Syracuse in in mid October. Um, and and I don't I I, I absolutely am, am willing to grant you that Alabama um, hasn't looked that good, uh, especially in the latter part of the season. Uh, you know, against opponents like well, they looked okay against Mercer. Um, but you know the the loss against Auburn and and uh, other late season SEC matchups, it, just, it didn't it didn't feel like normal Alabama football. Um, I care only uh, that whether you, you like it or not, and and I definitely don't. Um, Nick Saban is the best coach in college football, and I'm I'm this is I'm this is qualified right here. This is a total gut pick. Boys and girls, this is all I'm going on. Um, I'm certain that Coach Saban has been unhappy uh, since he lost to Clemson in in the playoffs last year. Uh Um, I am certain that he has been a bit chafed uh, since he lost to uh, Auburn in uh, in his his final regular season game, which which held him out of the SEC uh, championship game. Um, and I am equally certain that all of that stuff ends up to Alabama beating Clemson in the Sugar Bowl and making the title game. I, I, I don't. I, I have nothing empirical to back this up with, Carla. Everything you said is absolutely correct. Well, um, the one statistic that can back your 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 thought process up, and the yes. thing that I was trying to keep in mind is the fact that, and this is a stat that I know this because I've watched a lot of college football over the last couple of days, and uh-huh. watching this the ticker across the bottom of the screen, Nick Saban is ten and two in revenge games when he is playing. <laughs> when he's playing, you know, the team that just beat him, he is ten and two. I think I believe it's ten and two. I could be I could be misquoting that, but and, it's it's either eight and two and ten and two, but it's an outrageous percentage in revenge. Am- I'm betting he's looking at this as a revenge, a revenge game. I'm Absolutely betting. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not. Clemson's not in the same conference and and all of that stuff. But I'm. I am absolutely betting that that Nick Saban uh, has had this circled since the match was was announced, um, and and the Alabama players have had this drilled into their heads. Uh, this is what happened last year, and it will not happen again. And uh, when when Nick Saban does that. Um, I think that makes a big difference. Uh, guys, that's what we think is going to happen with the semifinal games. We will find out on New Year's Day on Monday, just a few days from now, uh, if you're if you're watching this in context. And then we will be back, be back sometime we've, <laughs> at, a, at a date to be determined uh, to talk briefly about the uh, championship game. Uh, Carla? enjoy this weekend this is arguably i mean you've got championship weeks and you've got uh you've you've got a rival rivalry weekends rivalry weekends yes but man this this weekend i have cats everywhere this weekend is is tough to beat right it is yeah no we're looking forward to the uh your cotton bowl which you, yep. we're, we're taping this on thursday night your cotton bowl is is tomorrow night and and my fiesta bowl is on saturday um yes. Yes. So it's gonna it's it's just a great time for college football and the fact there's like we're now that we're into the top twenty five matchups yep. 
This yep. is when it gets fun. I mean, we like to have fun with Bolapalooza because some of those games can be ridiculous. But th this is really the weekend when things. And there have fun. there have been some ridiculous ones, but um, this this is this is the weekend, boys and girls. Uh, park yourself on the couch, um, enjoy it as much as we will, and then we will be back here next week uh, to talk a little bit about the uh, title game matchup. Carla, whole thank new you. In a whole and, new year. In a whole new year. Happy Cheers, y'all. Happy New Year. We will see you in 2018 and uh, talk about some more college football. Carla, thank you. Yep, thanks as always. Thank you guys for watching.